anything you need today? Yeah. Great. Okay. <sighs> oh god. Everything okay, ma'am? Oh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh my god. Don't look up there. It only makes it worse. Keep your eyes on me, okay? <gasps> Can't you just scan something less expensive? Now brace yourself. I'm about to do the mixed nuts. Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out. Okay, bite down on this, Patricia. <gasps> Get ready. I'm gonna do the cured meats. Oh no, stop! I can't do this anymore. It's too late. There's a line behind you. Okay, you're locked in. Son okay, of a your total's two hundred fifty-seven eighty-four. Oh no! You gotta dig deep. This is the hardest part, <laughs> Patricia. It's time to pay. <laughs> $2,001. This all would cost in Southern California $81. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Chef, Oreos, bread. Oh, excuse me. So I got three bags of Lay's, three gallons of Horizon whole milk, two 12 packs of soda, two packs of Oreos, cocoa pebbles, three pints of orange juice Tropicana, three packs of bacon, Wonder Bread, three of these, four cartons of eggs, and two DiGiorno's. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. There's also shrinkflation, so you're also getting less Oreos, less potato chips, everything smaller. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Here we go. Here's the final finale, $195, so it's two and a half times more. They printed $10 trillion. What do you think that's gonna do to the prices of every fixed commodity? Oh my goodness, what a hot mess. You know, um, we're gonna talk about some things in the economy that, that really drill down to how does it impact when I say regular people, me, you, you know, uh, I don't have a jet. You probably don't have a private jet. You know, a lot of you are, uh, you, you do things, you know, for a living. What are the actual real impacts of policies, elections, you know, uh, won or stolen, no matter what? There's There are uh, impacts in that, and it does affect everybody all the way through. So if you're looking at some of this stuff that's going on in the economy and you're like, man, what am I going to do where you feel isolated or, or man, this is just my unique situation. Um, I want to play you just like a, a, a few seconds of a clip. Uh, Tucker Carlson gave a speech to a, a, a large group that brought him in. It's a keynote of some sort. Um, and I'm not leaving listening to the whole thing, but I watched the beginning and I want to play you just his opening comment. And I, I think this will put some of the economics of our world in perspective because everybody on every rung is kind of seeing some of the same things. This is pretty shocking. Let's, let's, let's check this out. I love it. Thank you. Tucker Carlson, everybody. Tucker fucking Carlson is in the house. Tucker Carlson. I've never had an introduction like that. And by the way, Every introduction should come with profanity, so thank you. <laughs> I didn't hear the introduction because I was backstage with an old friend of mine um, from television who's here. I didn't expect to see him. And uh, he's probably the greatest financial analyst on television. And so I said to him, jokingly, since he deals with markets and, you know, real companies, I said, what? there he is right there. I said, is it crazy to bury gold in my yard? He looked me right in the face. He goes, no, it's not crazy at all. <laughs> and that kind of, comp and I'm, by the way, I'm not giving investment advice. I'm the last person. Uh, you would never take investment advice from someone who's never had an actual job. 
Don't buy real estate from a homeless person, et cetera, et cetera. Don't uh, hire a fat person as your trainer. Um, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. But uh, I'm only saying that to highlight what everyone in this room already knows, which is that it's really a volatile moment. I flew out here <clears throat> across the country this morning and spent five hours texting people, mostly people I know, but also the entire mentally ill community in America has my text, so a lot of crazies too. But also a lot of people I really like and who are smart and temperate and reasonable people who've been around, who are my age, I'm 54, you know, kind of seen stuff and have measured opinions on things. And I got to tell you, every single person I texted with, with the exception of my wife, who's not on the internet at all, was uh, angry and paranoid. Seriously. And these are not crazy people. These are normal good people with like kids and stuff. So it kind of goes on, but it, it lets you know, hey, the things you're seeing, uh, people at a lot of rungs of the ladder, different views, different different positions, different you know, uh, different seats at the table, looking at what's going on, are kind of seeing, experiencing, and asking each other, what what do we do? What's the next right thing to do? Well, he listed one piece of advice there. Don't take advice from people more messed up from you in that specific area. I think it's good to have advisors in marriage and advisors in finances and your health and so forth. When it comes to uh, economics. I got a I got a contact that has not one but two PhDs. That's why I get my advice from. We're going to break down some of these issues today with Doctor Doctor Kirk Elliott. Doctor Doctor, give me the news. We need some need some advice, Doc. Even Tucker is like, hey, do I? Is it? Would it be crazy if I was bearing gold in my backyard? And the guy's like, no, that's not crazy at all. Not right now. Well, so it, it, the reason that that's not crazy is because we, we've got to start thinking differently about the system, monetary system that we're in, right? Because we've got fiat money that's changing. It's going to central bank digital currency. Are people going to accept that? So bearing something that's tangible in the backyard, better than currency that's falling apart. Go back to Weimar Republic, Germany, where... Mm. You know, after after World War One, Germany, who was the big kid on the block, they they bombed the living daylights out of the rest of the world. Right. It's like we won this war. We're amazing. Look at us. And and the Treaty of Versailles came along and said, hey, Germany, <laughs> too bad. So sad. You're not as cool as you thought you were. Um, you've got to repay all of your war debts. And they said, what? We, we can't. We spent our whole wad on winning this war, fighting this battle. Right. So. So they said, nope, you got it. So they abandoned the gold standard on their currency. They just started printing what was called the Renton Mark at the time without discretion to where they got billions of percent of inflation. Um, parents couldn't afford to feed their kids. They were putting them on the, on the stair steps of fire stations. Here's the thing. Mm. Bearing something tangible in the backyard, people would get paid with wheelbarrows full of cash and they would get mugged. They get robbed as they're going down the street with their wheelbarrow full of cash. They would dump the money out on the street and just haul off with the wheelbarrow. And people would use the money as kindling, like to build fires with, because it was absolutely worthless. It was declining so rapidly. See, this is what we have to put into perspective now, because since August 22nd through the 24th, when the BRICS had their meeting, and they said they're going to de-dollarize the world. Global demand for the U.S. dollar is diminishing rapidly. And come January 1st, it's for all intents and purposes gone. Yeah. Because the petrodollar will be replaced 
by 70% of the world's population, including six of the nine largest oil producers in the world, trading in their own currencies and not the U.S. dollar. So really, we're no different at this, well, come January 1st, than Weimar Republic Germany, than Venezuela, than Argentina, which Argentina, by the way, just got a new president yeah. who's a pro-Trump hard money guy, maybe going to change things in He's Argentina after they've had decades of inflationary pressures and, and financial mismanagement and government collapses and shutdowns. It's like, man, this is the same path we're going on. You know, we're going down that road by choice, not our choice, but by politicians' choice. Mm -hmm. They're saying, hey, this this globalist agenda, this printing money like there's no tomorrow, this this high taxation to fund all these stimulus programs, all this dependency class and, and entitlements, which is what Argentina did. They went through decades of horribleness. Now they got a president that's getting them out of it. Well, we're going into it by choice. Mm -hmm. It's like, why wouldn't you learn from history? Communism, socialism in the long term always costs more money than what it brings in. It never, never wins. Yeah. But yet it's what our politicians want because it's not about prosperity anymore. It's not about creating an amazing country that will stand the test of time. It's about people control. And when you can control what a person spends, make them dependent on the government through higher prices, higher taxation, more intervention, more big brother oversight. Yeah. Well, then you can get votes, David. You can get votes that way because you control the masses. That's where we're headed. That's why they want it. Not because they think it's the greatest thing ever since sliced bread to grow an economy. They know the opposite is true. These people are not dumb people that are putting this together. They're smart. They just happen to be evil yeah. and they want to control people. And that's what this is all about. And I think people feel this in a very real way. We're heading into Thanksgiving. I'm sure all the shopping people have already done. They can kind of feel the, 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 the squeeze. This is the most expensive Thanksgiving in U.S. history. It broke last year's record, which broke the previous year's record. Um, everything is, is, is more people are feeling it. Epic times did a really good special report. I, I love them. It's, it's, it's one of the few notifications I keep on my phones. Epic times, uh, they have a, you know, this premium report where well, they interviewed real people, Americans all the way across the board. They got a guy named, a guy named Oscar Taylor, who, uh, owns a gun shop in South Dakota called Barrett rifles in Sioux falls. Um, He's owned this business for seven years and uh, they've, they've done okay. But now his wife, who's been a stay home mom and they were able to make it work is, is going to need to get, uh, go back to work full time, you know, to kind of keep up the same lifestyle without any additional spending. They kind of break down these different situations with different people. They got a, a Vietnamese guy in Philadelphia that owns a mechanic shop, you know, and, and they go, go through his struggles, how he's adapting and, and, and dealing with it. Um, uh, there's a, a Chinese lady that owns an outdoor patio furniture named Wendy Wang in uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, one of the things they talk about is is uh, in July this year, the average American household spent $202 more than in July of 22, and a staggering $709 more than they were spending in July of 2021. So you think about that $709. If if somebody was to come to a, an average couple in 2021 and say, hey. Uh, I got a great deal on a brand new Mercedes. You can buy this brand new car for $709 a month payment. They'd be like, oh, I'd love to have it. There's probably a great deal, but an extra 709 bucks a month for a car is just not in the budget. Well, now they're spending the $709 a month and they don't have anything for it. It's just Bidenomics. It's it's uh, the consequences 
um, of elections. Uh, uh, 43% of adults do not have enough in their savings account to cover a $1,000 emergency bill. Uh, 61% of adults said they're barely making uh, it, it ends meet between pay periods. Here's a, here's a staggering one. U.S. consumers' credit card debt reached an all-time high in the second quarter of 23. That's, that's, that's $1.03 trillion in total personal credit card debt. Here's the shocking thing. That's a $45 billion spike from the first quarter of this year to the second quarter. You know, people are trying to pay off credit card balances, things like that. It didn't go down. It went up by $45 billion from quarter one to quarter two. Americans put additional money on, on their credit cards. So, so people are looking for answers, but it's not going to be found in the dollar. The yeah. dollar is what's slipping away and causing this. And so I think it, it, it's like it's like they're they're trying to row a boat with a with a fishing net or something. It's just not they're not going to be able to gain traction when this dollar has been intentionally destroyed. Like those two funny clips we played in the beginning, you know, they're kind of funny, haha, because you get tired of crying. But people are experiencing that in 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 real life. And I don't think paper money and fiat is going to be the answer. We've talked about this too many times. Well, it's it's true. I mean, credit cards started in the 1970s, maybe. You know, before then, there wasn't really credit cards. Amazing thing to think about. So 70s, 80s, 90s, zeros, tens. So almost 50 years of credit cards, we went from zero to a trillion. But on this pace that we're on, we're going to add 180, 180 billion in a year. I mean, 18% in one year would take about 50 years to get a trillion. And Janet Yellen's out there literally cheering for America in a statement a few weeks ago said, America, thank you for being resilient in your spending. Even in a harsh economy, you're keeping the economy afloat, you're spending. It's like, in what world is that something to cheer about? When people are spending money on their credit cards and when, when their credit card limits max out, or when the banks run out of money and they take away the the extra available credit, like let's say David, you're you have a, a Chase credit card and you have twenty five thousand dollars worth of expenses on it, but you have a thirty five thousand dollar credit line, you still have ten thousand dollars of money to spend, right? Well, <laughs> banks banks are pulling that away; they're shrinking that down to your available balance, so they don't have to lend out any more money because they're afraid they're not going to get it right. back. So now what Janet Yellen is cheering about Americans being so resilient, they're not resilient. If they don't have a credit line, they're not going to spend because they don't have it. So all of Bidenomics policies of, of spend money that you don't have probably come to a screeching halt come 2024 and, it, mm-hmm. and it's going to be ugly, right? But they're not the only ones who, who know this. Banks know this. This is why Project Bora Bora at Citibank, the CEO mm. of Citibank two weeks ago announced an internal document called Project Bora Bora that said they're going to lay off t- 10% of their workforce. That's 24,000 people because Citibank has 240,000 employees. If the economy were so robust and so amazing, why would the third largest bank in North America lay off 10% of its workforce? Yeah. Because it's not. It's not good at all. Right. So so then you you look at the retail sales. They're awful. Right? Christmas is going to be terrible. Walmart says people aren't buying groceries and, and consumer spending is down. Target, possibly the most dumb woke company in America right now. Runs yeah. like, I don't 
I don't care if they don't sell anything, but, but their CEO said that they are actually not going to have much on the shelves this Christmas holiday season because people aren't buying box sales down 80%. So nothing's going to be shipped. So you look at that. It's like, man, government revenues are going to come way down. There's going to be no sales tax revenues. There's going to be no income tax revenues because if people aren't buying, companies aren't going to hire. Yeah. So that means that goes down. If people aren't working, they're not buying houses. So property tax revenues come down. There's a lot of dots to start connecting. Well, the the end result is the the central bank of the Dutch central bank spilled the beans like two days ago. So they they basically said we're actually ready to have a currency that's backed by gold. They're prepared for new gold standard. Right. So this is what we have been talking about on this show for like the last year and a half. Tangible money, real money. Um, and and what did they say? So one of their the heads of the Dutch Central Bank said this direct quote, if there is a financial crisis and the gold price will skyrocket and official gold reserves can be used to underpin a new gold standard, according to the Dutch National Bank. Then go down a little bit further. What else did they say? By saying gold will be the safe haven of choice during a financial collapse, the Dutch National Bank confesses its own currency, the euro, does not weather all storms. Well, it's like, duh. No. If fiat-based currency does not weather all storms because people ultimately lose credibility with it. It loses all of its credibility, accountability, transparency, because they print like there's no tomorrow. That's what causes inflation. So for for the last six months, we've actually addressed central banks like the Bank of China has 5,000 tons of gold that they okay. own with the central bank. The European Union, the European Central Bank has 10,500 tons. The Federal Reserve has 8,500 tons. Iran, Kazakhstan, Turkey, um, oh, Uzbekistan, they all have like two to 300 tons each. These banks are amassing thousands of tons of gold or hundreds of tons of gold for a smaller country. But why? Don't they say gold and silver stink? They're ancient relics. Why would you want such a risky commodity when you can have central bank digital currency that's that's transparent, that's 365 days a year, 24-7 easy money transfer? Don't you want that? Right. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Yeah. They're amassing gold by the hundreds or thousands of tons and the Dutch central bank just spilled the beans saying, yep, we actually are. We're ready for a new gold standard because they know. I think, David, that they know that when it, when push comes to shove, what they have is not really what people want. And there's probably going to be opposition to big brother on your bank account. The ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up. They know that this isn't going to be an easy path. So therefore, plan B Let's have a currency that's backed by gold because we still want to be the reserve currency of the world, but we have to have something that's real that people will like, right? Or else they don't win. So we're mm. entering into a weird part of the economy now where things are collapsing so fast that that answers that that we thought the globalists would never, ever want, are they're actually looking to something that's more stable, like what we've been talking about because I think they think that their system might not actually work. Yeah. And I don't think that it is. 
I, I mean, mean, if you, it, you, you can look at it, it's voices, not, it's not working for people. It's not. And if you listen to some of the prophetic voices out there saying that they've gone too far, the overreach has gone too far. There's going to be a pullback. There's going to be a move towards freedom globally. Right. And God's working. He's always working. He's always got his hands and things and because he loves us. And, you know, when, when I see what central banks are doing, it's like, all right, that don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. If they're amassing tons of precious metals, we can't obviously buy tons. We can't <laughs> buy hundreds of ounces. Sometimes we can't even buy a, a lot, but what we can do is buy gold or silver by the ounce, right? Yep. Um, just start, do the exact thing that they're doing just on a smaller scale because that ultimately is going to protect you in time. How do I know? Because they're doing it. They're going to protect their backside yeah. whenever they can. And so that's what they're doing. You look at Russia, you look at all these countries, they're stockpiling gold. Yeah. We say China's 5,000 5,000 tons. Of, when when, of when gold. you're measuring your gold in tons, not ounces, it's a lot. That That's a lot. And they're <laughs> new to the game, right? China hasn't been doing this forever. But like the European Union and and the United States have, see the eurozone has ten thousand five hundred tons. The the Federal Reserve has eighty five hundred tons. China, new to the game, already has five thousand tons. But here's when you start to add the other countries of the BRICS nations. You know, Turkey has six hundred tons. Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, a few hundred tons. Um, India has has close to a thousand tons. It's like man. They're, they're on par with more gold than the European Union has, wow. who's been doing this for a long time. See, they are trying to be the world's reserve currency. How do you do that? Back your currency with gold, because ultimately that's what people are going to want. They're doing how, it really well. How David. much they, How much gold is there? Like if you put it all in a pile, how many different, like how much gold is there? How much silver is there? Like how much of these metals even exist? So all of the gold in the world ever mined can actually fit into two Olympic sized swimming pools. It's not a lot. I mean, fathom that. It'd be a lot if you had it. It would be a lot if you had it. <laughs> but there's this chart that I saw. It's, it's really, really quite good. So if you, if you look at this chart that shows, you know, a pictorial comparison, like aluminum is like the number one, you know, most tons of ore minted or mined in aluminum every year. And, and iron that's what ore, you, you and, make uh, cans out of and uh, yeah. aluminum is everywhere. And iron ore, you know, the top big one on there, even above that. I mean, that's huge, right? That's all steel comes from that, right? So so then you scroll down and you scroll down, you scroll down. It's like, oh, wait, there's gold, right? I mean, it's on the bottom line. It's just this dinky little amount. Um and and silver is not much bigger than that. Silver, silver is what twenty eight, twenty six thousand tons a year is what they what they mine, um, and gold is even less. So when you put that into perspective of all of those big things that are being mined, it's pretty rare. It's pretty mm. scarce, which is why I think kings and kingdoms have fought after have have gone to war over gold. Solomon had all this gold, right? I mean, it's always been something that's been rare and scarce because it has value, because it's real. This is why kingdom, kings and kingdoms fight over it, right? Yeah. And this is why monetary systems even now are talking about backing up their currency 
with gold to add stability and something that's real into a system that's absolutely broken. Okay. So what's the first move people can do? They, they, they give you a call. They go to flyovergold.com. And all that is, is this landing page we made to make it simple because a lot of people screw up. Is it, is it Kirk? Is it Kurt with a T? I don't remember what the deal was. Elliot, how many L's is that? It's very confusing, very stressful. And so flyovergold.com, boom, everybody can do that. It just gets you into, it gets them into your space. And so from there, they can watch videos. You got some PDFs they can download, but then they, they enter their information. My name's Bob. I live here. And then what happens? So then you'll talk to one of my amazing concierge team, which will ask you some questions, say, what are your dreams? What are your fears? What are your goals? Do you want income? Do you want growth? They'll match you up with the personality of one of my advising team. So because they want a good relationship, all the way, they want you to feel comfortable, right? So then our advisors will dig in a little bit deeper, go into your goals and what you want to put together and we'll map out a strategy for success moving forward that'll stand the test of time. And then my, my team after that, crosses the T's, dot the I's, you fill out 15 minutes of, of paperwork to move money. If it's an IRA, you just wire funds if it's non-IRA. And once the funds get here, we'll call you. And this is where our relationship begins because I'll call you and I'll say, hey, we got your funds and let's get you allocated into gold or silver. Let's store it. Let's ship it. Whatever you're going to do, not a wrong answer. But here's where people kind of mess up the flow as they say, well, I've been listening to Dave Ramsey forever. And he says, buy and hold stocks and bonds for the long term. That's the best thing. It's like, he's really good at getting out of debt. He's the best of the best, but that's not good investment advice. Why? Because nothing goes up forever. Nothing goes down forever. What I like to do is identify the factors that cause trends, inflation, unsustainable debt, and um, interest rates, taxes, Mm -hmm. And you allocate into that strength right now, that strength happens to be silver and gold because of the inflationary world that we're living in. So where our relationship begins is where it begins. And then we'll always let you know moving forward when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, do whatever needs to be done Mm -hmm. to make sure you minimize your risk, maximize your return every step along the way. I love it. They can also give you guys a call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900 or go to flyovergold.com. Uh, encourage you guys do it. Do it today. It takes a bit to get in the queue, set the conversation. There's there's uh, holidays going on and it's kind of a crazy time of year, but we began this a couple of years ago of like a monthly allocation and like what can we get rid of? And like we we cut cut cut. I'd say I'll just I'll be transparent. It gets cold in Kansas City. Uh, I've wanted a hot tub for a long time. Do not have one. And I think any of those kind of expenses in my life right now, I'm like, no, I'm going into silver. Literally, if I got money for a hot tub, I got money for silver. If I got money for this extra thing or whatever, like we have looked at everything in our budget. What can we scale down on? What can we get rid of? Because it's all in on silver. I think we're heading. It's like Joseph in the Bible. There's a time to do something. And I think there's going to be a time of plenty you know, down the road as well, but it's not going to be plenty if people are holding on to things that are connected to a U.S. dollar. And uh, if you're in silver or something that has a stability to it, there will be a harvest time. And that's our framework as a family, Stacey and I personally, and and most of our family, you know, as well. And, uh, you know, I'd love that we have the relationship with you. I've known you for 25 years, more than that now. And uh, you, you've literally never steered us wrong. My my faith in you is such that if something were happening to me and I'm like, hey, I could call one person and he's in charge of 
everything that I have to take care of my family. I, I would trust you completely. And that's the kind of, of faith I have in you and your, your family. So, uh, I love the flyover family. You know, when, whenever I'm at live events, people are like, man, I like Dr. Kirk so much. We've, we've bought silver five or six times. They get out of their mind. It's not a one-time purchase. It's like, Oh, right. Hey, we did this. We saved up. We had $2,000. Let's put that here. They do 500. They do whatever, but they're putting it together in a way that, that when this shift happens, they're there to capitalize on it. So I'm really thankful for this. I'm thankful that you're there to take care of people and uh, not just now, but as things move forward, because it is a relationship. Well, thank you. I mean, it's, it's, we don't take that lightly. It's a huge blessing. It's an honor to bless people. It's an honor to, our goal as a team, and I just had this team meeting the other day, is outserve everybody in your life, right? Wow. If you can outserve everybody in your life, you're going to win and you're going to do yep. exactly what God called and anointed and gifted you to do successfully. It's all about serving. And that's what we hope to do. We guys go flyovergold.com, 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Dr. Kirk, we'll see you next time. There's not one thing that you can buy at a grocery store today for a dollar. And it feels like a scary time, but it doesn't have to be scary for us. We may not be able to control the government or what they're doing with our spending or what happens with inflation, but we can control what we do. This is one ounce of silver, but you might have bought a one ounce silver that, you know, you paid $80 for it because it had a picture of Elvis on it. It doesn't matter what's on it. This is worth the spot price of silver that day. And so it's important that you're buying silver and not stories. And number two, that you're buying it from a broker that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell it. And so I know when I go to sell it, I don't want to pay a commission based on the increase. I only want to pay a commission based on the purchase of it that day. So when I go to sell it, all of that profit belongs to our family. We've known Kirk for over 25 years. His dad was a mentor of ours when we were first married. It's a family that I completely trust. For you to be able to connect with them, all you have to do is go to flyovergold.com. There's a place you can fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call to set up an appointment to help to answer your questions. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or you can call 720-605-3900. I am so glad that we did. Do it today. You'll be glad you did.